Welcome to Pokey Boys, a Pokemon podcast brought to you by Showboys and Play Along Podcasts. Hosts Mike and Jared join forces for an epic Pokemon podcast where they can fully indulge themselves in wild Pokemon challenges, fan game and ROM hack playthroughs, and all other sorts of Pokemon related content. In this week's episode, Mike is joined by a few special guests as they enter into the wonderful world of Pokemon fan games for a nice, relaxing, narrative focused playthrough of Pokemon Bushido. Will the boys' training pay off and become official Kenshi as they dive into the slimming region of Aisha? to pokey boys we're here uh season three uh looking a little different we'll get into that but uh we're excited to be here i'm joined by uh my my trusty mediocre aggressively mediocre producer dad and um one of my favorite streamers out there kumino Ooh. member of the showboy stream team um yes sir elite <laughs> pokemon community game streamer uh elite I don't know what wrestling game you play, but wrestling uh, <laughs> streamer. I mean, dude, I, I, I don't I, know I the wrestling game, game that you that you stream because I don't play the wrestling games, but I love watching uh, you and your friend uh, like shoutcast the the cards and stuff. It's so you guys do a good job. It's so awesome. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. We try. Yeah, Kumino's here, um, and we're we'll just we're just gonna address the elephant in the room right now. It's Pokey Boys, and the other Pokey Boy is not here. So, right, it's um, Pokey Boy and two guests. Yes. Uh, so Jared and I had been teasing a big announcement for season three. Uh, this is not that announcement. <laughs> that big announcement will come later. Um, but the announcement we do have is um, Jared's not going to be with us for season three. Don't worry, he's alive and well. Um, the Pokey Boys are alive and well. Uh, but to to directly quote Jared himself, life do be lifin. So, um, yeah, he's just he has a ton of stuff going on right now, and um, needed to take some time, which dude deserves some time. Uh, so he's gonna be sitting out season three. That's why I'm joined by these lovely people, and we got uh, a great season planned. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, but Jared will be back hopefully for season four um but yeah that's why he's not here and dad and kumino are uh but with that out of the way um you guys that are familiar with Showboys would know dad he's been on a lot of episodes and we talk about him all the time he's usually behind the screen producing he'll come on and help host uh very frequently um but yeah, Kumino, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself? I, I kind of gave you a little introduction, but 
yeah, let the people know what you're doing on Twitch and all that, and maybe a little background of your Pokemon experience. Uh, well, how's it going, everybody? Um, of course, I'm the Don of the Cartel, as it says on the tag. Um, <laughs> I came around one time before, um, but things have changed since then. Um, I stream a whole bunch of different games, uh, RPGs, uh, Pokemon, wrestling. Uh, my Pokemon experience, I've played every main series Pokemon game there is. Uh, some of the spinoffs. So I, I consider myself very knowledgeable. Uh, I have people trying to recruit me to uh, be a professional battler. I, I don't want to do it. I don't like being competitive. I, I like strictly having fun. So Right. Uh, I keep a very can, cool, uh, uh, that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm peeping a very cool little Pokemon poster above your left shoulder <clears throat> over there, I think. Looks yeah, cool. yeah, that's uh, Generation 2 Johto. The Johto decks. My man. My favorite gen. Um, yeah. Super glad. Uh, and if you're um, if you're uh, a member of the Showboys Discord and participate, engage in the Pokeboys chat down in those channels, you'll recognize Kumano's name. He's been playing along with seasons one and two. Um, but yeah, uh, Dad. So for those that aren't familiar with Showboys that are just here for the Pokeboys content, why don't you introduce yourself and let them know your experience with Pokemon. So I am Dad, which they've titled me as because I guess it's because I have like 45 kids. Not really sure if that's it. Um, I just kind of got there could be more out there. We're not, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The final number is um, I don't like to talk about it. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I've been a part of Showboys for man, a few years now or a couple of years now um, doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, and then recently kind of been for who knows why showing my face on camera, um, doing a lot of, you know, art stuff, music stuff for, uh, for Showboys. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it with that. And as far as Pokemon goes, uh, that's pretty much it with that. That's pretty much it with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike tried to get me into playing Pokemon Fire Red, mm -hmm. and I got to the caves and quit. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, well, okay, so I'm going to tell you what I was going to tell you earlier. Okay. Playing this, this game has mm -hmm. kind of, like, sparked something in my heart. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And... and I mean, this is a fan-made game, right? Yes, but there's just something about it, something special about this game. I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, but I understand why Pokemon is one of the best-selling <laughs> franchises out there. Um, if not the best. I think I read somewhere that it yeah, is the best. The, the highest-grossing <clears throat> uh, like pop culture media yeah right yeah culture. and i i can see why i mean um well and then 
with the the fan made games or with this one in particular, you see the heart into it. Like you can see the love of that creator taking something that's already been established and putting their spin on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it translates so well. Um, <coughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I very new. Start seeing dad uh, playing more Pokemon games. That's right. I, yeah, it's gonna happen. I, well, he's forced to at least play this one, right? To the end. So we <laughs> got see. That's how you have to do it with me. You have to strong arm me into something, or I'm go. probably yeah. not gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, so before we get in, uh, v- veteran Pokeboy uh, listeners, you probably know the difference, but maybe you know a, a new listener out there, someone who isn't familiar with the world of fan games and ROM hacks, just wanted to kind of define like clearly define the two because there are there are differences Um, oh yeah so rom hacks uh are just that where somebody goes in and modifies a rom of a game um for example season two we played through pokemon row which is a rom hack of pokemon emerald they just took that existing rom went in and modified it uh the world of fan games these games are I don't want to say built from scratch because they they utilize, you know, at Pokemon assets. But these games are built from quote unquote scratch in uh, things like RPG Maker, uh, Pokemon Studios, uh, or other fan made, independently created like game engines designed for this these type of games uh and these fan games they kind of exist as their own game files they you just download them and usually install them whereas like a rom hack you would need to play through some sort of emulator or whatever um i tend to to lean more towards the fan game camp over rom hacks because um like jeff kind of alluded to already uh you get a little more creativity um, sometimes a little more um, uh, polish or uh, they're able to try and push the boundaries a little more because they're working uh, in something they're kind of creating from scratch. Uh, but with that said, season three, we're covering Pokemon Bushido, which is a, I, I want to say, two-year-old uh, Pokemon fan game. Um, it's on a lot of lists. If you Google like top, Pokemon fan games, uh, best narrative Pokemon fan games. This this one makes like eight out of ten lists, and it's one that I've been wanting to play for probably like two years. So maybe when I first heard of it, um, and what I've been telling Jared is, uh, as soon as we started talking about like kicking around the idea of creating Pokemon content, I was like, okay, if we're gonna do that, I'm saving Bushido. We're gonna go through it for whatever we do. Uh, so that's how we ended up where we are today. With that said, um, here is a quick synopsis of Pokemon Bushido. We'll get into it, uh, kind of explain a little bit of the background, and then just dive right into the first leg here, which is Chapter 1, Honor Lessons. Uh, but long ago, in the feudal era of the Pokemon universe, there was a time before the existence of trainers. Instead, Kenshi roamed the regions, training both their Pokemon and their swordsmanship. Among the Kenshi, the prospect of honor and respect were of utmost importance. The codes that taught these virtues to the people were known as the codes of Bushido. Um, so here we are in the land of Aisho, is what I'm going to call it. Um, 
and it apparently has survived due to the clans that protect its citizens. And when one when young children come of age, they're sorted into a clan in accordance with their family and compatibility with st- specific Pokemon typings. And there are three major clans, and then there are several lesser clans. And as you may have guessed, all the clans are, of course, uh, sorted by Pokemon types. So your your three main clans, you have the Komori clan, which is grass type, the Nensho clan, which is fire, and the Shimizu clan, which is water. Um, and the most important Kenshi in the region is Ryu Masayoshi. And he kind of has the final authority over all the clans because he is the royal samurai. And something that you don't ever get in any Pokemon game, your father. You actually <laughs> that. Right. That, is, that was such a breath of fresh air. Like, anytime they do adding a father in there and he's actually part of the main story i absolutely love it yeah we, we, we need more father representation in these games that's right why do you think these protagonists are such terrible kids they have no father <laughs> right but yeah i wanted to sh- shout out venom because of course uh from the the showboys discord avid listener and follower of pokey boys thank you for your support all the time dude uh but yeah one of the first things he said he's like not only a father in the game but the father <laughs> because you are the the child of um yeah the the royal samurai probably the most important person in the game yes yeah. um outside of the the shogun in which i believe he's more important like the shogun rules the region, but like he's right underneath him in terms yeah. of power and authority. So like yeah, it's quite just a title. Seeing that, yeah. So just seeing uh, that is so great. Before we get into the nitty gritty of, of chapter one, <clears throat> um like just off of the introduction, Kumino, like how were you feeling after you fired this up, read through that introduction, like what's going through your mind? Well, firstly, I got to say, I enjoyed the fact that it actually showed you the controls being that it's strictly uh, mouse and keyboard. Yes. I I love that. Don't have to go and try to map it out and figure it out (laughs) yourself. They have it up there on the screen. Love that. So helpful. Um, And the way that they explain the ISO region, it, it instantly drew me in because... I love ninja and samurai stuff. Mm-hmm. So like just reading the context of, of the backstory of how the region remained to be so strong in its culture and everything, it I instantly fell in love. I can't yeah. lie. Like <laughs> I, I I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. So dad, having absolutely no Pokemon experience, how did this go for you? <laughs> Like, did you get excited um, learning, like, the premise of the game, or... I I, I mean, I wasn't, like, losing my mind over it, but I can can appreciate the time that they put into creating a story. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I kind of skimmed through it a little bit, to be honest, Um, but I do like the fact that it's... uh, feudal japan yes basically yeah. kind of the theme yeah. mm-hmm. um i love samurai i mean 
that's pretty pretty rad. Um, I don't know, just it was cool. I'm looking forward to see seeing where it goes, and you kind of get an idea of that while playing through this first leg. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm it'll excited. be it, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I like the dynamic that we have between the three of us because me and Kumano have been playing Pokemon games forever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> And you have played like 15 minutes of a Pokemon game. So it's going to be really interesting seeing your perspective of Bushido as someone who like this essentially is your first, like this is your introduction to Pokemon, which sucks for the the main series because (laughs) a lot of these fan games, a lot of, if you continue down this journey, uh, Jeff, you'll see that a lot of these fan games are like leaps and bounds, like exponentially better than the main, the main series. So it, it's kind of awesome that this is your starting point, but also it kind of sucks that this is your starting point. Cause you'll go back, it, especially if you try some of the, the more recent uh, main series games, you're, you'll go in and be like, what is this garbage? Like I just played a game that some, fan made and it's like a hundred times better than this right um, you were so captivated by what they did you go and yeah. play scarlet and violet you're gonna be like yeah. <laughs> well, it's I 60 dollars for this right you like the, <laughs> the dog I, I i definitely care about the dog but that's about it yeah th- yeah yeah i think if i were to pick my next like official pokemon game it would have to be arceus that's okay, one. that's actually a good way to go. That's a very good way. Yeah. Just, I mean, based of, based off of what I heard and the way it looks, um, yeah. I'd probably roll with that one. You would have to put... Uh, my <laughs> suggestion would be literally any game that is not on the Switch, except for Arceus. Arceus is 100% acceptable. Other than that, just, like, go f- play uh, any other generation prior to the Switch. <laughs> so... I do take that back. I, I did play uh, Pokemon Unite for a minute. I know it's that game not is very fun. It's not the same. Love but it. That was really fun. Love that game. It was because you actually controlled the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Pokemon League of Legends. Can't yeah. I mean yeah, two yeah. of my favorite things. That was that was a fun time. Very frustrating, but very fun. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, so. The 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 original plan was trying. We were going to try to get Chad from Showboys to be a part of this too, um, because if you again, if you're familiar with Showboys at all, you'll like he's like the biggest weeb ever, um, and this is like his favorite era this of is, Japanese yeah. like culture, and he said recently on like. I don't know, it was a handful of episodes ago where he's like, yeah, I kind of want to get into Pokemon. And I'm like, I have the perfect game for you. Um, But we couldn't get, we had, we all had trouble. Well, I shouldn't say we all had. uh, Jeff, myself, and Chad, we all have Steam Decks. And Jeff and I had trouble getting Bushido to run on the Steam Deck. We both got a fatal error uh, in the game file. Uh, And for some reason... I don't know how this is possible, but Chad does not have a functioning computer in 2023 <laughs> that he could play this game on. Rip. So um, I hope, Chad, if you're listening, 
maybe you should just listen to like live vicariously through this. But if you happen to, you know, get this running on, on a computer somehow, like I would love to know your thoughts because I feel like this is right up your alley. (laughs) 100%. But yeah, starters, uh, the most important thing in any Pokemon game, we have Oshawott, Fennekin and Treko. And, um, you know, Kumano and I decided to be gentlemen and we were like, Jeff, you're the, you're the newcomer. You have first choice. Um, and then I just took what was left over. Uh, so we each started with a new, a different starter. Jeff, who did you pick as your starter? I picked Fennekin. Nice. And I called you, uh, the basic white girl of Pokemon. Cause you started <laughs> with the fire right. type. Fire the pumpkin spice of the Pokemon world. Okay, all right. You're gonna give me three options. Okay, you're gonna give me grass, right? Yeah, yeah. Fire or water? Come on. Someone that doesn't know Pokemon. It's always grass. It easy. No, it's always fire. Well, see, this is definitely how you can tell (laughs) what a person is like based off of their starter choice. Just but just just that alone. Yeah. So, so we, we could tell that he was that kid that used to go and set stuff on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, I still do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say fire. uh the thumbnail that we used for this episode, I I I put all the shiny versions of the Pokemon and I never knew how absolutely sick Fennekin's shiny is. And like and now I gotta look. I saw that and I was like <laughs> Oh man, I hope no one picks Fennekin because I kind of want to play Fennekin just in case. I wasn't gonna be a psycho and like reset until I got a shiny, but you never know. Um, so yeah, Jeff, you picked Fennekin. Uh, Kumino, who'd you end up with? I end up picking the best boy, Trico, <laughs> because <laughs> out of the Hoenn starters, all three of them are amazing, but he's the one who got. A mega evolution with a Christmas tree on his tail that is used as a rocket. What? You get no better than that. You get no better than that. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Indeed, it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so that that was your thought process. I wonder if mega. I don't know if if megas are in this. That'd be pretty rad if megas were in this. I believe I read that megas are in the game. Oh, sick, dude. That's gonna be cool. Um. Yeah, so then I was left with Oshawott, which the only time I've ever used Oshawott, um, take, I take that back, I've used him twice. One was in Arceus, which doesn't count because it's uh, he was, what, Dark Water in that? He had a new dual type? Yeah, it was. It, it became Water Dark in Arceus. Um, and then I used Samurott in this gym of mine, which was another great uh, fan game. Actually, I don't know if that one's a ROM hacker fan game, but either way, it was an amazing game. I streamed that. It was super fun. Uh, go watch that on Showboys Gaming. Uh, so I was I was kind of happy with, with getting Oshawa. That probably would have been my second option if I didn't get Fennekin. Um, but yeah, so we have our starters selected. And uh, now we're into the game. So... Uh, a cool thing that the Bushido does, it doesn't follow the traditional, at least to this point, I don't know, we've only played through chapter one. Um, 
but it's segmented in chapters instead of gym badges. I don't know if there are gyms in this game. Uh, it might be uh, strictly a narrative experience that involves Pokemon instead of your your traditional like eight gym badge run, then trying to fight the Elite Four and the champion. And then <clears throat> while you're doing that as a 10-year-old, you're also saving the world from the new like evil mega corporation that's somehow trying to bring upon us the apocalypse. Totally uh, so right. legit. Kind of a breath of fresh air. Um, we are still a young child trying to prevent some evil team, but we, we don't have to shoehorn in the, oh yeah, by the way, while you're trying to prevent the world from ending, you should probably go get all these gym badges. <laughs> exactly. Like, that, that has always been crazy to me. Like, you're 10. Okay, fine. You you go around your country co- collecting badges while at the same time saving the world as if there's no police officers. Uh, the, the other gym leaders, like, they just oblivious to everything that's going on. And yeah. the champion of the region just doesn't care. I, it makes you miss Lance, you know, uh, just murdering people with his Dragonite. Right, Jeff? I mean, isn't that oh, what yeah. you think? Yeah, totally. Yeah. My my thought is like exactly what you said. You have these gym leaders, like the best of the best of the best, not doing anything but yeah, relying on this kid. Yeah, you got this kid. Go on. The, the whole premise of of <laughs> the way society works in Pokemon has always blown my mind. Like, <laughs> so you're telling me as soon as you turn ten, your parents are just like, "All right, have fun traveling the world all by yourself. Hope you don't die." Um, wait, wait, see, that's the other thing. It ain't even your parents. It's just your mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have no idea where your father at. Yeah, it's probably because he died when he went out. Where yeah. your dad is a gym leader. So, I, I guess give the... Norman his props. Yeah. <laughs> well, this game, reverse psychology, you don't have a mother. This is true. Mm. Yeah, because, you you know, your dad is uh, Ryu here, or Ryo. Ryu? I don't know. Wait, What's... actually, no. We do have them all. We do? Yeah, so... Okay. When are we going to start explaining our actual playthrough? Because, like, I don't... Right wanna... now. Right now? Right now? Yeah. Okay, let's go. well... <laughs> uh, okay. The house right before you leave the village, mm-hmm. that's your house. Your yeah. mother is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was our aunt. <gasps> no. <clears throat> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, that's your mom. The one time we have like a, well, not the one time because we just discussed, you know, our dad was a gym leader before. But, you know, we have the nuclear family. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. whole thing. Um, They're all yeah, there. so, yeah, well, let's get right into chapter one then. Um, so we start off, <clears throat> we're in like um, uh, a, a school. Uh, dojo. Dojo. There you go. That's the word that I couldn't think of. Um, and our sensei is teaching us with our friend and apparent rival, a cane. And, uh, he's kind of like quizzing us or whatever. And then, um, you know, we come in as he's asking a cane, like the, one of the last questions or whatever. I think he asks you a question or two and then bam, you're thrust into a battle, uh, your final training battle with some, um, just training Pokemon, uh, against a cane <clears throat> and 
first off, first thing I want to note is Kane says that she hates bugs, and therefore I just I I don't ever want to do anything with a cane. Like, right? That's <laughs> that, that's that's messed up. Like like you are the bug chairman. Yeah. Like, she was so disrespectful to you. Right. What did they ever do except be awesome? I guess apparently and, you don't like awesome Pokemon and crawl all over you. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Well, I mean, you know, like. <laughs> Maybe she's fearful of that three foot five giant bee with, you know, you know, uh, uh, knives. For, I mean, not knives, but uh, daggers for fists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be pretty that gnarly. Terrifying. Um, and like venipede, and that's 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 pretty terrifying. Yeah. But anyways, um, so <laughs> we get in. We do learn a few things though here. Uh, <clears throat> We learned that the katanas of Bushido are the uh, legendary trio Kabalian, Verizian, and Terakian. I don't know if I said that right. Um, never actually had to say those names out loud. Um, but that's kind of cool. I, I've never utilized any of these legendaries, so hopefully at some point they will come into play. Um, but yeah, our, our battle here, um, we're given a team of Mindfu, Goldeen, and Teolo. And we're fighting a rock rough slugma and far fetched. What did you guys think of just the the intro to this battle? The animation and the music, so cool. Wow. Okay. So I was I was amazed that they had a different way of going about it. You know, uh, being this is your teacher. They're training you. They want to quiz you to make sure you're knowledgeable and make sure you're actually strong enough. So, yeah. Uh, when the music hit, like it made me feel like this is truly an important battle that I have to win, even though you don't have to win the battle. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I, I would hope that all three of us won this fight, but yes, yes. like you, you, uh, you don't have to win it, but it makes you feel that way. And the mm. fact that you get the boost if you get it right, and you get the oh, uh, so cool stat reduction if you get it wrong, it was perfect icing on the cake. It re- instantly yeah. reminded me of Opal in uh, Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I loved the the quizzing mid battle. So cool, and then exactly like you said, the stat changes on top of that depending on your answer. Super super cool. Um, and the stat change thing is something that kind of plays out throughout the rest of the chapter and probably I'm assuming the rest of the game, uh, randomly trainers that I battled were just like some catchphrase and then my special (laughs) defense rose and I'm like, oh, dang it. That's crazy, but also super cool. Um, but yeah, Jeff, what'd you think of just like how the, the trainer card like flashes up on the screen and the music got like I, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I kind of felt the same as far as like this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I totally forget. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I I was all about it. Did oh. you get any of the questions right? Okay, so here was this, this is what I was gonna say. So I originally downloaded this on my computer to play because I couldn't get it on to work on the steam deck or right. on my phone. So my, my first run through with that, I was really trying to pay attention and like, 
absorb, you know, everything that was going on because I knew mm-hmm. it mattered. It meant something. <clears throat> I didn't realize that things were happening with the questions or the answers I was giving. Um, like as far as the stats and whatnot. Um, I think I got most of them right. <clears throat> but then today I got it to, I, I installed it and downloaded it on my phone. And it works. So I just played it over with, you know, the same stuff, but on my phone. And I just skipped through all the questions, not really paying attention. I'm like, oh, well, this is probably going to suck, but here we go. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I ended up finishing chapter one on my phone. But I was actually thinking about doing both. Like, Oh yeah, there were. Oh, you were side by side playthroughs. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, now I'm going to pay attention to try to pay closer attention to what's what's happening during battle. Yeah. Um, because this is, I mean, this is a game where you have to think. I mean, you have to pay attention to what your enemy type is. You have to pay attention to what they're doing to you, what they're doing to themselves. Um, it's How- just very tactful. How was your first battle experience? Like, uh, do you know much about the different typings and the weaknesses and resistances or anything so, like that? Or, like, how blind are you going into this? I I know a fraction of what I probably should know at this point. Um, first battle was fine. Luckily, I mowed through all her Pokemon. Um, is probably just beginner's luck. Um, but as I continued to play, I paid more attention to, okay, so this enemy is not reacting well to what I'm doing to it, so I'm going to try something else or switch out a Pokemon for something else. And I was mm-hmm. going to ask you guys if it was cheating <laughs> if I looked up the Pokemon I was fighting to see what their type was and then to kind of have like a, a cheat sheet of like, all right, so that's a a bug type. You know, what's the best of my team to fight it? Uh, uh, no, that well, wouldn't be cheating. Considering at all. there's like a, a bajillion different Pokemon and you've never played, I don't, yeah, I don't think that would be cheating because, right. um, like that's early on, big um, Pokemon uh, YouTubers and streamers, yeah. they have that information up all yeah. the time because, like Mike said, like it's it's over a thousand Pokemon now. There's so yeah. many. And we like have, that's not even exaggeration. <laughs> right. We have uh what what is it, 18 types? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. 18 types and a whole bunch of different combination with these typings. And right. then you gotta account for abilities and all this other stuff. By all means, yeah. look to your heart's content, man. I, yeah, it's like all those like gifts of people like doing calculus and trigonometry in their brain <laughs> with all the like formulas and stuff like that's I sometimes swear. how trying to like figure out what the pokemon you're fighting's weakness is because it's like it's dual typed but like one of its types covers the weakness of the other type so therefore mm. instead of being super effective you're actually like nullified and it's uh, yeah it it gets sometimes Sometimes I even have to look stuff up where I'm like, now wait a second, what is actually super effective against uh, Gastrodon? 
I, I, that one, I mean, grass obviously, but I'm always like, is there anything else? I just, I, yeah, I, nothing makes sense anymore. My brain is <laughs> <Right>. broken. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I yeah. So that's not cheating. Bro. He breaks out a calculator and he has to figure out whether a stab move, a move of the same type does more damage than a move that would be super effective against that Pokemon, mm. but it isn't coming from a Pokemon of that typing. Yeah. And like, just just watching him, I'd be like, <laughs> there I, is I couldn't even so begin much. to do that math. <laughs> yeah, there's so much that goes into battling, it's crazy. And like, um, I have never gone down the, the competitive road at all. Like I'm, when it comes to Pokemon, I just, I enjoy collecting catching like that aspect of pokemon um which has made pokeboys really fun where we have our end of the season battle between jared and i which we're still going to do in some fashion for this um uh but yeah so like kumano says stab and then you bring in like physical and special split uh that stuff has all been foreign to me until like a couple weeks ago when a few of us in the, in the pokey boys discord uh, got into pokey MMO and then venom again is talking about IVs and stab and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I find myself like spending three hours just trying to catch a snubble with some decent <laughs> attack. IVs. And stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, so even myself, Jeff, don't feel bad. Uh, as a Pokemon veteran, I am now just starting to dive into the weeds of the real nitty gritty of like the Pokemon stats and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so yeah, please. I mean, it's, it's really cool how in depth they've gone, like all the detail that they took the time to figure out, mm-hmm. like with all the typings and weaknesses and whatever. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I dig it. Indeed, indeed. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I I just, I love the trainer card flash up and the music intensifies everything. Um, and just the music outside of battle is also really good in this game. Yeah, it really um, is. So after we uh, battle uh, Sensei Sekiro, um, he's like, all right, cool. Uh, let's go to Nagisa Bay. Um we need to go over a few more things out there. So we head over, we find out that a cane starter is uh, the fire type Darumaka, which I've never really been a fan of. Um, I just think they're just super goofy looking. <laughs> yeah, but they're super strong. I know. Darumaka and yeah. My God, they beast. And then, of course, what is it? Galarian uh, gets the ice, switches over to ice type. Is yeah, it in Zen mode, it switches to Ice Fire. Oh, dude. Mm. Ice Fire. You kidding? That's crazy. Um, there needs to be more Ice Fire types because it really did. Interesting. It really do. Um, so, uh, oh, we go to Nagisa Bay. This is where we actually choose our starting Pokemon, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, so, like we all discussed, I chose Oshawott. Um, though I was really wanting to be the basic white girl and pick Fennekin, but dad ended up doing that instead. And then, of course, Kumino went with Treko. Um, 
I don't know if you guys are naming your Pokemon. So to to stick with the the <laughs> past seasons, I'm nicknaming my Pokemon. And this time, before I started, I was like, every season I I've thought of coming up with a naming convention and then forgot until like two episodes in. And then by then I was like, whatever, I'm just going to name them whatever. This time I was like, okay, to honor Chad uh, and to kind of stick with the theme of Bushido, I was like, I'm going to name all my Pokemon after characters from Ghosts of Tsushima. However, (laughs) I've never played that game. So I'm just (laughs) essentially picking names that I think are cool that would that that look good with the pokemon i'm naming so i'm not like trying to match up characters with personality types of pokemon or anything like that but chad for you all my pokemon are going to be named after ghost of tsushima characters with that said i named oshawott ghost Jin after the main character i just had to name my starter after the main character uh what are you using kumino any anything or just you're just gonna name them whatever comes to mind? Well, okay, so because the game is named Bushido, yes, the thing that instantly came to my mind was One Piece, and um, they just left the Wano arc in the anime. Uh, so everybody know that Zoro, uh, the swordsman of the crew, everybody calls him Mister Bushido and stuff of that nature. Oh. So. Being that Trico is green like Zoro's hair, I was like, all right, I'm going to go with a one-piece naming scheme, and I named Trico Zoro. Nice. Very cool. Makes sense. What are you naming yours, uh, Dad? I don't know why I couldn't say your name. but Yes, I am. (laughs) So I kind of went the route you went. Yeah. As far as Samurai games. Um, So for... (laughs) For some reason, on my phone, the letter M does not exist. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. They must not like the letter M or didn't watch <laughs> Sesame Street. Um, Forget you, M. You'd be disrespecting up in here. <laughs> right? <laughs> so my character's name is... Well, I didn't have an M, so it's Ukani, who is... Uh, the main character's name in Sekiro, which means yeah. wolf. Right. Um, but my starter's name is Sekiro. Nice. I thought honor, about using honor uh, Chad as well. Nice. I'm glad you decided to honor Chad. <clears throat> uh, to anyone who's curious, he is actually alive. He has not died, but we are still deciding to honor him. Um, <laughs> again, talking about the, me getting into the weeds, uh, Jin has perfect HP and nearly perfect defense IVs and his special defense is at 26 special attacks at 20. So it's not, not bad. Not bad. I've seen worse. Um, yeah, I didn't go that detailed into the notes. Like I didn't, I didn't <laughs> jot down their they stats and stuff. Like that. Well, yeah, no, I haven't done it with all over of them. my head. <laughs> I, I do appreciate I do know he has overgrow as an ability. Nice. Uh, dang. I didn't even check the ability. Oh, I think it's just the typical water. I think it's water torrent um let me yeah it's it's torrent which powers up water moves in a pinch um yeah i didn't i wasn't a psycho and write down all my stats for every pokemon i caught just the ones that stuck out and i do appreciate the fact that they show the ivs and stuff which is pretty cool um 
so after getting the starter Pokemon, I just did some exploring uh, because that's generally what I do. So uh, I don't know if you guys did this, but if you go into the starting town village and go to the well and interact with it, mm-hmm. you pull stuff out. And so I ended up pulling out like three slowpoke tails, which are pretty cool. You can eventually sell those. And I think for like 15,000 like Pokebucks or something, it's a lot of, of money uh, for a slowpoke. So 1500. To sell it? It's, yeah. yeah, they were a lot. Um, wow. So I kept, I was like, man, I'm just going to be rich. This is crazy. And then my fourth one, I, actually, I got attacked viciously by, by a slowpoke. I'm assuming it beat you. No, no, I got okay. it. Um, <laughs> but is is this a Galarian Slowpoke with the yellow head? <clears throat> I haven't played Sword and Shield very much, so that's why I'm like asking all these Galarian form like question marks. Um, yeah, okay. So just the thing about the Galarian Slowpokes, the reason that they have the yellow on their head is because of curry. They have a strong curry based diet. Okay. Does it play? Does it give them any sort of new typing, or is it just like an aesthetic thing? Uh, when they evolve, they become psychic poison. Oh, that's sick. Maybe I need to keep Slowpoke on the team then because that's pretty red. Yeah, um, uh, Slowbro is a physical attacker, and uh, Slow King is a special attacker. So one okay. has a club for a hand, and the other one has like a Mega Man blaster for him oh wow <laughs> that is really that's cool. incredible um i named him koten khan from ghost of shikima ghost of tsushima because he looks big and dopey so i of course had to <laughs> name my slowpoke that uh i caught a picky peck and named it uh of course i don't care what naming convention i go with ever like i said in i believe season one Every flying type will be named after a wing sauce. And I don't think I had Picky Peck in either of the previous two seasons. So I named this Sea Jerk for a Caribbean jerk. Um, <laughs> and uh, I caught a Cherubi. I named Sakura after um, the cherry blossom, the Japanese for cherry blossom. Um, and I caught a Pichu and I named it uh, Kazumasa. Um, and that was kind of my exploration there up until heading out into the first route, Kumano. What did you do after getting your starter? Anything? Okay, so, of course, I explored the town like you did. Um, went to the well. Got a, I want to say I got, like, two slowpoke tails. Then I encountered the Galarian slowpoke. Caught it. Stuck with the one-piece theme. Uh, it's a guy on there the, in the beginning arc uh, named Don Krieg. He uses poison in fighting. So I named mine's uh, Krieg after him. Um, then I went to our house, got all of the goodies that the mom gave us, including the father's necklace and oh, the XP yeah. share. Yeah. So that was lovely. Um, <laughs> then my exploration into um, the the first route I saw some shaking grass, went into it, and got the only Pokemon that I'm not going to name after a One Piece character because it is my favorite 
Well, it, he leads to my favorite, and that is Riolu, and I named it Pauls. Nice. Like I named Pauls. all Classic. my Riolu and Luke Classic. Yeah. Nice. Classic Kumina. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also caught, uh, let's see. Um, where are they? Okay, Cherubi that I named Hero Look. Uh, for anybody that watched One Piece, that is the doctor that raised the reindeer. Uh, then I caught a Pancham. I named him Panda Man. <laughs> I caught a Perloin that I named Nami. And I also caught a Cutie Fly that I named Leo. Nice. What about you, Jeff? <coughs> so <coughs> after Excuse I me. picked my starter... Um, Actually, before I picked my starter, I saw this like little gold ball down below like two trees that I couldn't get to. So that really irritated me. Um, <laughs> I got my starter. And then I remembered from something else that I could go into water or go like do something with the water right on the Pokemon through the water. Something like that. So I just went over and pressed a button and it asked if I wanted to surf basically and i said yeah which was potentially very devastating um because there's some very vicious looking sea monsters there i don't remember their names i just remember they were like in the 30s for levels and i'm like screw this i'm running wait hold on you could actually surf Wait, oh, you I can't? didn't even try right we did not even I didn't try, even try. we're so used oh, I, to being relegated to wait for like five oh, years before we so can serve. Cool. See, at first when I saw it, I'm like, oh, maybe I come back for it. I could chop down the tree or something. Um, because, you know, you have to do certain things before you can go to the next section, blah, blah, mm -hmm, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll come back to it. But then I, this actually might have been on the phone when I'm like, oh, maybe I could try to surf or something. And I go over and I get it. It's like, uh, I forget what it is. I'm, I'll look I'm, it up later. Um, I'm assuming you just walked up and pushed A? Yeah. And it just let you surf? Yep. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> um, so then I went back around. That's how trained our minds are, Kumino. We didn't <laughs> even try. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm surprised you guys. Yeah, surprised you guys didn't do that. Yeah, that was the um, one thing we didn't try. So, <laughs> so the ne that next road or path or whatever just like a big looping circle mm -hmm. jumping off you know ledges or whatever and you can't go to the next section because your rival is there battling someone else um i did see the shaking grass and i did catch whatever pokemon really? that was yeah on the computer which i was pretty excited about because he looks dope however dope. on the phone i was trying to get him again and I fought him, but there was something with like an ability that I did. It just took him out of the, of the battle. Like he just disappeared. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to like catch him. Like oh, he's just no. gone. Oh, no. I did not. I, and now, I didn't encounter him again. Now our Pokemon do have different moves that they normally don't have in their respective games. So would it have been a chance that your Finnegan Possibly had confusion. Possibly, yes. Or roar. Um. Well, yeah, or roar. 
Because Roar can... will like scare the Pokemon away if you're in battle well, with someone, I've... and it'll switch it out for another one. But if you do that uh, in a wild encounter, it just makes the Pokemon run away. Yeah. Which is and if tried confusion, it's weak don't... to Psychic, and it would have killed it. I'm not sure what it was because my Fennekin has evolved and I have different um, abilities now. Oh, dang, it evolved already? Holy yep. cow. Well, two of them have evolved. This so, guy is a pro. Mm, right. So, He's okay. been grinding. Well, <laughs> unintentionally, I will say, because I did not see the, the, um, the entrance to the next part up at the top. <laughs> So I was literally <laughs> looping around, like kind of frustrated. Like, what am I supposed to do? I went back to the the girl like a few times to see if she was done. Talk to her again. Maybe <laughs> if I talked to her enough, she'd be done and leave. No, that's no. hilarious. So I ended up catching. Um, I also caught a Pichu. Nice, nice. Which I named, <laughs> I named Bubby after. It's a nickname that I have for my youngest daughter. Okay. Um, well, Pichu's really cute, you know. It is. It is. Um, <clears throat> Your kid, also pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. And then I also caught a... Hold on. Where? The um, the panda dude. Panchan. Yep, Panchan. Yes. I named him <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> 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 who is my son, my older son. Uh-huh. But I will say... This little dude is freaking awesome. Dude, Panchan's great. Yeah, Pancham he is, is so great. much fun to play. Um, yeah. and I think I think uh there was one more I caught who evolved, which was the Trumbeak, but I think it was something else before. Oh, that. that's uh Picky Peck. Yeah, Picky Peck, right. Dude like, it turns into a, a toucan. Toucanon yeah. is pretty rad. Not so I used to have my uh, Ultra Sun playthrough. Like, I named that one. I don't know if it's from anything. It just had a cool Japanese samurai sounding name. Uh Asakura. Nice. So that's I think that's all I picked up from that first section. Nice. Um that's hilarious. I can't wait to learn what levels your Pokemon ended up at at the end of the you want me to tell you what they're at now? No, or... we can hold off. We, we can hold okay. off a minute. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But uh, the fact that you brought up that battle, because we kind of skipped over that. Yeah, she does ambush you as soon as you try to leave the town. Yes, um, that's right. And <laughs> uh, she started the battle using Swords Dance, uh, but the way that they do it in the game is... Uh, it's kind of like techniques of their family or their clan. Um, for her, it was a uh, Hashimoto's might that mm-hmm. allowed uh Daramaka to use Swords Dance and power up. So I, I thought that was neat. Uh, yeah. but I had my my uh slowpoke and I've been tra- I trained up at the slowpoke well to get some more slowpoke tails. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so we kind of just one shot her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the same. I had Oshawott, so it was like, yeah, right. Right. The yeah, same. You, you was good from the start. <laughs> um, yeah, I do like um, 
as you were talking and we kind of brought it up before during like the quiz thing, but um, a handful of the trainers that I battled in this, this leg, they do have, uh, we'll, I'll just call them like trainer abilities. <laughs> so like something pre battle that happens that boosts either their stats or something cool. Like you just said with the, the sword stance, which again is a nice like little flavor that they added to this that just it's nothing like mind-blowing but it's just a cool addition that just is like oh yeah why why don't we just do that like why right, is that not a thing says it can't be done right um uh but yeah before we uh i, I wanted to bring this up too i guess because we talked about um you know the slow poke tails and being able to sell them for money uh when I sold them and was looking through the vendors, I love the detail that they went through just in the world building of their region. Like they don't have Pokemon centers. They don't have Pokemarts. um, They don't have potions. They have healing gems. They don't have TMs. They have scrolls. Um, Like they really went the full distance with creating everything to be unique and fit into a show and not just like oh yeah we're in feudal japan but they have these cds that you put on your pokemon's heads and all of a sudden they learn how to do fire blast and you know what i mean uh they they really tailored everything to exist within the time frame and like the culture and aesthetic of the region they created which is super cool yeah it really is like they did their research when they made this region. And I I have to commend them for that. Like, if you guys do decide to go and uh, try this game out, make sure that you uh, go to their Patreon and just, just donate a dollar or two just to show your appreciation. Uh, do this for any fan-made game that you do because you got to remember, <laughs> they're doing this for free. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just any appreciation – is is always welcome to these guys absolutely yeah for sure um that's awesome so like like dad alluded to uh the next step after we battle a cane we're we're you know entering into the first route which um is actually another cool thing not they're not called like route one route two whatever um shoot what is the name of the is it sakura pass that's it that's it. This guy, he's just, he's in my mind and I love it. Um, <laughs> so we go through Sakura Pass and like Jeff said, you can continue to go straight and that'll take you over to um, Hagen City or uh, what you need to do is explore kind of north and there's a little shrine. Uh, I went in there, not, no, I, again, because I just explore everything before going to the place I know I need to go. And I go into the shrine and I'm like, I probably don't need to be here right now, but I'm just going to go in here, explore. I went up and interacted with the shrine uh, and I didn't expect anything to happen. However, something did happen. Uh, And wouldn't you know, a Celebi appeared, uh, which is cool. Another um, mythical Pokemon here. Uh, Very important in like the grand scheme of Pokemon lore. Um, Kumino, do, can you explain the importance of Celebi? Like, do you know the the ins and outs of 
That I do. Celebi. I'm so right glad you do. Poster. Wow. I don't you know. Can't even see that. Like, he's almost. right out of the frame. <laughs> but uh, Celebi is the time traveling Pokemon and the guardian of the mm. forest. Uh, a lot of people like to refer to him as an onion. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I, I like it. I think it's cute. Um, what Celebi's job is to go throughout time and different periods and provide assistance wherever uh, it can. And I'm not sure because they never clarify whether there's multiple Celebes or if it's just the same Celebi, but it's allowed to meet up with itself from different points in time mm. because uh, they will get together in a group if the problem is big enough. And in this particular case, this is our father's Celebi. So I'm assuming it came huh. from the point in time uh, because it shows us a flashback mm-hmm. of uh, our father getting a mission from the Shogun to go to, um, where was it, uh, Yami Island, yep. where the Akuai clan, uh, they're doing some some strange stuff over there. So our father goes to investigate, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting attacked. So um, w- Celebi shows us this and brings us his sword yeah. mm-hmm. but in the guitar. process of that uh two guys uh two kenshi from the akua uh clan they come and attack us to try to get celebi mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. yeah and this is when we find out <clears throat> that they're making shadow pokemon mm-hmm. and that's what they want to capture celebi for but ultimately we end up beating them they run off because they can't hold up to the might of (laughs) exploring and trying to catch all of the different Pokemon that was in the area. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. Great job. uh, Kind of summarizing this whole thing. Uh, First off, Celebi and its lore is so cool and it's great because you know, you see it pop up in fan games like this as being a centerpiece to the narrative. Uh, but also in the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky, uh, I believe that's the one, uh, that series. Um, you have Sceptile. Essentially, Pokemon is running around stealing the time gears and making time freeze in the different regions of the game. And you end up interacting with a Celebi who helps you out again because it's shifting in and out of time. And um, it's just one of those Pokemon right up there with Arceus that's just like, I mean, Arceus is the the literal god of Pokemon. And then you have right. Celebi. So like, slight side note tangent, like the next Legends game has to be, in my mind, like historic Johto, Legends, Celebi, like, let's just dive into it. I, I think everybody is wanting uh, Legends Kiram, but I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't be I don't opposed care to either. what anyone wants. It needs to be Selby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, that was listen, off base. Listen, but... they can give me all of the region Legends games. I, <laughs> Legends games is just too good. So yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they'll do a good job yeah. with any region. No, Kumano. They did a fantastic job with Arceus. That means they're never going to revisit it 
that's it's right. They did the one thing that everyone loves, so they're like, all right, cool. We'll never do that again. Right. Um, they they have success with something. They say, okay, let's, let's put that in the trash now. We want yeah. we want something else. We only want dumpster fires over here, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but to allude to what you talked about, shadow Pokemon. So the the two trainers here, um, one had a shadow Puccina, and the other one had a shadow Nicket, and um, they both knew Shadow Blitz, which has to have been an electric attack because it obliterated Oshawott and Picky Peck. Um, okay, but- so I'm assuming you never played um, Pokemon. Coliseum and Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Have not. Okay. So Shadow Pokemon. They're a Pokemon that have their hearts locked to strengthen them. And okay. they have an advantage over all types. Oh. Wow. Like they're not weak to anything, but they're strong against everything. Oh. So uh so this they is, use this yeah, is a mechanic borrowed movement. mechanic. Yeah, so the shadow moves, any shadow move they do is going to be super effective to you, regardless of your typing. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I've never played. Uh, weren't those like GameCube or like Nintendo 64 or something like that? Um, Coliseum, GameCube, and yeah, actually, Gale of Darkness is GameCube as well. Yeah, never made it to those ones, uh, but that's that's really cool. Um. Yeah, so we we dispatch these two trainers, and they're like, "Oh, well, I guess we don't want Celebi," uh, and they just leave. Uh, and then, like Kumino said, Celebi gives us the ancient katana, uh, our father's sword, and um, yeah. So we're like, "Okay, well, that was a thing. I guess we better get to Hagen City now." Um, I ran into a farfetched in here, which made me really happy because I've never used one, and I was like, "I really want to try to use one." And I ran out of Pokeballs trying to catch it, which made me really sad because, uh, yeah, I ended up not going back and trying to catch one. Uh, but on my way out of the shrine, uh, the Jakan shrine, by the way, uh, to Hagen City, I ended up catching, um, oh no, I didn't catch anything. So I just said I ran out of Pokeballs. I ran into a Flabebe, a Routes, a Pancham, um, but, you know, came back later after purchasing Pokeballs. Um, Hagen City, though. Well, I guess before we get into that, how, how was your experience in the shrine, Dad? Um, again, like this being your first experience, like just your initial impressions of what was going on. I I liked the flashback. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think a lot of it was just flying over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to rely on you guys to kind of explain some of the stuff to me yeah yeah so like with the um the thing the time traveling pokemon um didn't really click at first um celebi Mm -hmm. um yeah it was cool did you catch any pokemon in the shrine or on your way to hagen city after you found out that you had to go into the shrine (laughs) Once I finally realized I went there and then quickly left, um, I, I believe it was on my way to the city that I caught my Eevee. Oh, an Eevee. I named Charlie after my middle daughter. 
Nice. It's a good thing you have so many kids because there's a lot of Pokemon to nickname. There's so many. Right. Uh, yeah, what about you two made it to the city. And that's actually something that I wanted to talk about because you talked about it before with like their attention to the detail of the place and time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you go to like a like a spa to heal. A bathhouse, yeah. Bathhouse. <laughs> That was super cool. Um, It was really cool. Never heard of that in a Pokemon game. It's always the yeah. It's a it's an indoor hot spring. Yeah, that's what they say about the hot spring. The hot springs heal you of all your ailments and stuff of that nature. So, which is that was very nice that they added that in there. And then I quickly went next door to the the food. um, Yeah, yeah. I had the Raymond noodles. (laughs) Yeah, those are all really cool because they um. That what they boost like friendship or something? Yeah, they boost heal, friendship, which is really that's mega clutch. So you know what I did, right? Yes, you spent <laughs> all of your money boosting Riolu. <laughs> Paul is very friendly with Kumano now, <laughs> right? So I now have a Luca Rio. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So Jeff, uh, some there are many different ways Pokemon can evolve. One of them, and probably the most annoying one. Uh, to grind is Pokemon that evolve via happiness, which makes mm-hmm. these noodles so clutch. And uh, as Kumino just said, Riolu evolves into Lucario via friendship. So if you did only catch... in the daytime, though. Oh, so if you did catch a Riolu, I did not go farm some Slowpoke tails and boost that happiness with some noodles. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. So, because what I did, like, okay, so when I left the shrine, um, I ended up catching, I, I caught a couple of Pokemon. I got a Scatterbug that I named Batman, Galarian Farfetch that I named Gonfall, uh, Metatite that I named Moose. Um, and then out on Sakura Path, I love the fact that they actually have Pokemon that just sit out around and you mm-hmm. can walk up and interact with them and actually have a battle. That's how I got my picky pick that I named Southbird, and I got uh, Scroll Forty Two, mm, yeah, uh, which is, which was Revenge. Yes, I haven't nice. talked to anybody, but I got it. Same. Um, I also got an Eevee that I named Bond Clay. Uh, any One Piece fans out there? We know we all salute Bond Clay. <laughs> um, but and then the Flabebe when I got in the city, and uh, named that Robin. But <laughs> I used that area to fight, level up, got Lucario, went back, got more stuff. <laughs> it just got all of the Romans <laughs> because I'm like, yo, like th- this is the best stuff to have. Like, I don't need no <laughs> them healing jams. No, nah, I don't want none of them. I want this, I want the yes. now. I need to redeem myself and go find a togepi somewhere. Um <clears throat> yeah. So Jeff, what were you saying about the city though? Uh, oh, just that it looks and sounds like feudal Japan, like from the the architecture to the the bathhouse and the the food place. Yeah, they just they took a lot of time and put a lot of detail into it, which is nice. Yeah. Did you uh, did you guys find the the Pokemart, which is just a house with like three people three dudes sitting in it selling stuff 
Yes. Ah, it's actually six guys. Six? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the others are on the back wall. Oh, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I love that place, too. I bought a bunch of quick balls. <laughs> mm, yes, yes. So I was strapped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need to spend a lot of Chapter 2 just getting slowpoke tails. <laughs> yeah, I only back. got, like, the initial, like, three or four. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I love um, also... There's no PC. Well, I mean, this part's kind of weird that there's no PC. Instead, you store all of your Pokemon inside a Talon Flame, which is kind of odd. Um, <laughs> but besides that, I think all of the other um, changes that they made to handle the theme have been excellent. So super, super cool. And um, another thing that is just like rubbing salt into the wound of like not being able to find a Riolu myself. <laughs> is in Hagen City, you can trade a Riolu for a yeah. Vesta, which you know me, you know I love of a, a Volcarana. Come on, give me that big old fire moth. I'll take it, but I can't <laughs> take it because I can't find a Riolu because they only Just spawn in the shaking, shaking brush. I know, but I couldn't get any to spawn. <laughs> because <laughs> because I went back. And I got a Riolu so I could trade to get to La Vesta. <laughs> nice, nice, dude. Your team is gonna be sweet. So um, I have all a the shaking bush that I found were happenies, which did not make me happy. Right. <laughs> I do not like the Walbrock brand uh, Gardevoir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Jeff? Um. So, am I? My team is full. Like I have my, yeah. You're I've six. Got, you're six. Yeah. yeah. If I catch another Pokemon, am I able to switch them out? Yep. Uh, when you catch it, it'll. Uh, they explained it in the game as this. Usually, when you catch it, just like somehow magically transports into your PC. Um, but in the game, when you catch it and you don't have room on your belt, the Talon Flame comes and picks up the Pokemon for you. Uh, you don't see any of that. Uh, but then you can just go to the Talon Flame in the town or the city or whatever. And uh, I think it's like your character's name, storage, and then in there you can organize your your Pokemon. Sweet. And yeah, in... I've not seen that yet. I mean, I've seen the Talon Flame that I can somehow yeah. store stuff into it. And then. <laughs> Fast Got travel, a lot of compartments essentially right <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> which yeah is so cool. anything you catch now that your team's full you can access at the talon flame cool um so i did again a lot of exploring so i like went up uh shizen shizen trail caught a of a villain named it hannah caught a toxel which i was super pumped about i've been wanting to use a toxel for a long time named it gyozen and uh like i said really excited and also it has perfect hp and speed which makes me very happy uh and pretty decent special attack special defense um i went up to sakura cave which is north of sakura pass and oh, i caught man. a tyrogue um that i named dogshin and I I really want uh, Hitmonchan or Hitmonlee because why would anyone want a Hitmontop? Um, so I don't know if I'm going to try for that or not. Uh, I found a Rockruff, though, which was 
cool, but I caught it and I actually wanted to name it Dogshin because it's a dog and Dogshin, I mean, come on. So I ended up catching a different Tyrogue and renaming it something else. Um, but probably my favorite catch so far of the Slag, it, it it might be a tie between Toxel and Litleo because I've never used a Litleo, caught a female Litleo and named it Nala, you know, got to represent Lion King. Right, right. Um, so that's that's kind of what I did before going to the Shogun Tower, which was our next objective. We were supposed to meet, um, was it a cane or the Sensei? Uh, we were supposed forget. to meet both of them. That's what it was. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kumino, what did you do prior to going to the tower? Did you do some exploring and catching, or did you already cover all of that? Um, I did not go to any other route. Uh, I stayed with Sakura Path, grinding and stuff of that nature, uh, to make sure that I got money because I bought quick balls, timer balls, and great balls, uh, and the miso soup. I got plenty of that. Um, but once I got to the tower, uh, I just essentially went on with the story. So, Dad, what about you? Did you do any exploration outside of that? I did a little bit, I went up to that cave. And <clears throat> thinking that that's where I was supposed to be, traveled around in there a bit, but it was like pitch black. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, for some reason, I don't do well with caves in Pokemon. Um, <laughs> that's what made me stop playing Fire Red. <laughs> and I could see the cave. <clears throat> um, but this, there, there are these rocks that were in yep. my way, and I, you know, I figured that. At some point, I would need something to break that. Um, You're onto something. Because there was like a like a little bush or something when I went down, maybe before the tower that I had to break to get through, and I did that. But anyway, I was trying to like bust these rocks with a katana, which wasn't very effective. So <laughs> I couldn't use it. I can, you can't use this here. Yeah. Um, now, now, now he has to find the blacksmith to repair the katana. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crap! I got to get to that city. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, did a couple battles there. Then I got fed up with it and left because I couldn't find another an, a, a different path. So I made my way to the tower, to the uh, tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we just talk real quick about the the katana? Like up to this point, I think we were just able to use it for cut. Um, and we'll get into what happens at the end of chapter one. But again, I just love not having to use HMs. So anything you can do. So Jeff, how this works in uh, not so much the more current generations. I, I think they kind of just did away with cut essentially in, in Vi Scarlet and Violet. Um, and yeah. you have your mount to like surf and whatnot. But like up until probably the switch um definitely very early on like the, the early generations uh those small trees you had to have a specific move that you had to teach one of your pokemon to cut those down okay. and for the most part all of the moves there there were like cut strength to push big boulders uh surf to surf on water fly um the fast travel um then you had Rock Smash at one point was a uh, HM. 
Which uh, is to break those rocks you were trying to cut with your katana. Right. Uh, waterfall <laughs> to climb waterfalls. Yep. Um, flash to light up yeah, dark caves. So all these were moves you had to teach to a Pokemon. The problem was, like, the majority of them suck in combat. Like, are actually literally useless. So it would just take up a move slot on one of your Pokemon. So what a lot of people did, they would carry around a team of five and then just one like sucky Pokemon, but it could learn all of the HMs that they needed uh-huh. it to learn. <laughs> so uh, they would do that. So anytime a game can break away from that and allow the character itself or just the Pokemon to do it without taking up a move slot, um, automatically gets like a million bonus points for me. That's yeah, so, awesome. <clears throat> and the fact that they kind of like are tying the katana, which is appears to be like a big story piece, oh, into yeah. something that helps you like maneuver through the world through these HM needs is really really cool. Um, so we make it to the tower. Uh, personally, I'm a little under level at this point because I I kept like switching my team around. Um, but we get here and. We uh, like battle three trainers, and does the the sorting happen before or after the battles? I want to say it's after the battles, right? It's after. Okay, that's what I thought. So we go in and we we battle three trainers. The first one is Kayoko Sawaki, who um, has a Carvana, Timber, and Tynamo. Um, how did this battle go for you two? I, I mean, I assume. Kumino just obliterated everything. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I, 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 I essentially <laughs> obliterated everything because I mean, like, I, I was, I was leveled pretty good. Um, <clears throat> but my team that I used for it was, uh, for this battle was uh, Lucario, Trico, and Galarian Slowpoke. Okay, okay. What about you, Jeff? How did you do against Kaioku? I did pretty well. Um, I think I was either at that level of Pokemon that theirs were or a little bit higher. Okay. Um, dude, my Fennekin, or however you say it, destroyed a lot of other Pokemon, um, <laughs> which was very fun. Um, Patrick did good. Surprisingly, he he's like, whenever I'm base a character like give his name to a character that i'm playing he's really freaking good (laughs) not to say anything bad about my son but like it's just really cool but Um, if you know patrick but if you know patrick (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) the best is we 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 complete side tangent here we were playing a co-op play of a game called war tales which is just a turn-based tactics game and um, your the the characters you can recruit come with like negative and positive traits, and one of them the guy the guy was like slow, and it, it made his move speed like the distance he could move like very short, uh, but he could hit like a truck. And before Jeff looked at these traits, uh, he named him Patrick. So <laughs> like he's just like. He's always is like the well. Big... He was he was not only slum, uh, slum, not only slow, but he was also stupid. 
Yes. There was a trait of like dumb or something in it. Dude had like big crit energy, like no other. Like, yeah, he was like one shotting things, but he could only move like two inches. Uh, That's my goal. That's my goal in this. Like everything I play, I want to crit the heck out of everything Mm. if I can. Um, Crits are a thing in in Pokemon. They are. And I've gotten some. Not like anything we've ever done before, but it's it's happening. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I did all right this nice. first round. Uh, so Car- Carvana and Sharpedo are a line that I just want to use someday. I don't think they're like great, but I, I like water dark typing, and it's a giant shark, which is really, really cool. Um, so uh, battle against Kaoku, um, I did all right. The next opponent was Suku Shinobu, and they had a Spupa, a Sawaddle, and a Ninkata. Uh, at this point, Picky Peck was just like carrying my team, like, did great against Timber in the previous battle. It knows it learned Rock Smash, or mm. yeah, it was Rock Smash. Um, yeah, it's Rock Smash, yeah, which I'm like, why? Do you know Rock Smash? But uh, I was glad because it ended up helping and it covers your your rock weakness there if you can outspeed. Right. Um, but yeah, Piggy Peck just obliterated this this trainer. Um, and then Oshawott came in for the Ninkata. Um, and then the third trainer battle is actually against a cane. And uh, she has a Fletchling, a Togepi, and her Daurumaka. And, uh, again, battles went fine. I didn't, you know, there was no extreme difficulty here. After these battles take place, um, Keoku ends up getting sorted to the Akuai clan, which is uh, the dark typing, it looks like. Akane gets sorted to the fire clan. the third one I'm assuming, uh, you know, fire clan is Nensho. I'm assuming the third one is the, uh, the grass clan. Um, and then it gets to you. And wouldn't you know, we don't have any affinity. None. We are the avatar. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you just have to go home. Game over. Yep. We're right. saving the world for you. Yeah. Uh, so, Honestly, I didn't really know what to expect, so I wasn't like taken aback by that, but I also was not really surprised by that. Um, however, after this happens, the Akui clan, they break in, and when this happens, your character, you you emit this light, you start to glow. Right, and, you turn into Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the Shogun's like, hey, take these great balls and catch their Pokemon. And I'm like, what? What? Right. So now we're these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so again, I don't know if if this ties into like the GameCube Shadow Pokemon mechanic or not. So to me, this was like, what are you talking about? I have to steal these people's Pokemon now. Is that a Colosseum thing? Okay. So the way that they did it for Colosseum <clears throat> and uh, XD Guild of Darkness was they had a machine called a snag machine that you wear on your arm and it allows you to, I guess, transfigure the ball in a way to where you can catch other people's Pokemon. 
but mm. for the sake of the game, they just let you catch the shadow Pokemon. Mm. So I like the fact that, that this one, the way that they did it by saying like, oh, the power that you have, like your father, and this sword, you're able to not only catch the Pokemon, but you can purify them. Yeah. Like, I thought that was so dope. Yeah, that was Yeah. Cool. Uh, what did you say? Again, Jeff, not knowing anything about this, like, what was going through your mind at this point? Anything? Well, did it we stick fought, out? We fought these two before. We did. Yeah. So they knew us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I wiped the floor with them, honestly. Like, it was not challenging at all. And I caught the Nicket or the whatever nice, it's nice. called. Yep, yep, that was it. That was it. Um, who's really cool? Um, a fox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, by this point, my, my team is nice uh yeah uh shout out to jared in season two ended up running a nicket thievel on his team and fell in love with it apparently it's like one of the fastest pokemon so enjoy that that insane speed stat which lets you attack first um so during the battle that's a speed oh yeah that's that's pretty decent um, so during the battle, the katana transforms into the katana of light, and we learn uh, from the shogun afterwards that um, we can now use the katana of light to heal our Pokemon outside of battle. Super cool! Not not having to find that bathhouse all the time. Um, and but I might still go to just because it's cool. True. Uh, always going to visit the bathhouse when I'm in town. Um, it also replaces Flash, which is nice. So, Jeff, you can go back to that cave and not be in darkness anymore. That's the first thing I thought of when I read it. Um, and then, like Kumano said and we talked about, uh, thanks to the Shogun, we can capture or steal. Uh, but I won't use the, the word steal because we're not thieves. We're heroes. Um, we're purifying them. That's right. We're, we're Yeah, we're the Robin Hoods of the Pokemon world. Exactly. <laughs> we can now capture the shadow Pokemon with the uh, hopes to then purify them. It's And it's just the shadow Pokemon, correct? I believe so. <clears throat> Because that's what so. I that's what I got from that. I'm surprised you didn't try and then ended up catching like all their Pokemon like you did with Surf. <laughs> Just, yeah. Oh yeah, why not? Um yeah. so uh after we beat the Grunt, uh Mashiro Nato Nato, um the senior Kenshi of the Akui clan. How are we saying the clan's name? Just so I can be consistent. How should yeah, we say we it? the the one that I can't say the name of? The the shadow clan, the, the oh, you said it right, Akui, yeah, okay. Um, and he has like this totally rad nickname that he gives himself, the Hound of Disrespect. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's kind of a little over the top, but I can get behind that. Um, but this dude is, I guess, extremely disrespectful because he just turns like everyone's Pokemon into shadow Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Including Akan's Darumaka, which, yeah. you know, as much as I don't like those Pokemon, I don't like to see my friend who may or may not be my friend because she hates bug Pokemon. Her starting Pokemon did get stolen from her, which is quite sad. And um, Sekiro, uh, the, the sensei, the sensei uh, 
he's like, yo, this clan caused some damage out here, outside in the town. Um, and during this, he finds out that we actually ran into Celebi. We have our father's katana. And um, the, the sensei, he's just like, you know what? You were chosen by Celebi to go save your father. He's he he was last sent out to Yami Island to investigate this clan. Like it's it's your destiny. You gotta go. And there you go. Yep. And Finn, chapter, chapter one, one complete. Um so Kumano thoughts on chapter one as a whole. It was a great introduction. Um I love the twist of not having affinity. So it means that we're able to more than likely use all of the typings in some shape, form or fashion. Um, I get, you know, like, I guess it runs in the family because our father is the Royal uh, Kenshi. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be like him. But like my only critique of it would be. Why wasn't we beat up by the dark type uh guy that showed up like i, I feel like that would have been extra would have gave like, me more motivation the mashiro guy the, yeah. the leader yeah yeah that's true he just comes in and like spouts <clears throat> his rhetoric and then steals a bunch of or turns a bunch of pokemon into shadow pokemon and pieces out right he should have laid the smack down for sure right yeah he should have had like a, a team of of level level 60 pokemon <laughs> Just, 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 and just, yeah, just an impossible battle. And then, as you're incapacitated, he's like, ha ha, turn all these Pokemon Shadow Pokemon and then pieces out. That would be deserving of his name, Hound of Disrespect, for sure. Yes, truly would have. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, what did you think of chapter one? And how is your, your first Pokemon experience treating you? So I really enjoyed chapter one. Um, Honestly, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it going into it. I mean, I liked the initial thought of it being samurai. Mm -hmm. But I also wasn't like expecting the Pokemon running around with katanas. Although that'd be kind of (laughs) cool. This is a pal world, dude. Okay. Um, yeah. With quick side note, they yeah. turned me down for the beta testing for that. Well, you know, really? screw them. Right. I hate to see it. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, no, it was a good uh, first experience, I would say. I, like I said in the beginning, it's 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 uh, birthing something in my heart. Yeah. What is uh, what do you think that like the the cause of that like what's the draw so far i think the the immersion and the story and like the attention to detail that they took and the heart they put into it is pretty evident um i don't know maybe it's just something clicked it's it's hard to like put my finger on it yeah exact but it's it's something special would you say it's more so that stuff over the Pokemon 
part of it or is the the catching no different, i different pokemon you're running into like is that stuff also part of the the hook or i would say so going? yeah i mean um i just have a different like attitude towards it coming mm -hmm. into this um and it's not because i have to play it it's you know it, it's I don't know. There's just something about it. It's uh, it's drawing me in. Good, good. As a whole, I'm glad to hear that because I wasn't when you said you would uh, jump in and do this with me. I was obviously oh, excited because I like doing stuff <laughs> with you. But then I was like, I wonder <laughs> if he's actually going to enjoy this. <laughs> uh, well, so I'm glad you. Are. I am. That yes. makes me very happy. Um, so. With chapter one coming to a close, uh, you know, I pretty much would echo what both of you guys are saying. Um, I think the thing that sticks out the most by far um, is the attention to detail with the the world building they've done and the the small changes that maybe a lot of people wouldn't really care much about, but like changing the names of TMs and healing items and all that stuff. Uh, the way that the Pokey Centers and Pokey Marts are just like seamlessly blended into the the aesthetic of the society and culture is super, super cool. That does a lot for, for me. Because um, <clears throat> it would be pretty jarring, like having the uh, the feudal Japan time the, period, but then the seeing like a regular Poke Center. <laughs> and right. like, okay, why do we all of a sudden just have this, this machine in here that we just plop our... <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is a big part, uh, a big plus for me. Um, the Pokemon selection so far in the, the opening chapter, I wouldn't say it's like incredible, but I also wouldn't say that it's lackluster. I mean, we already have uh, Lucario. We, you know, I think Toxel is a really cool Pokemon that I that you don't see very often. The fact that it's in one of the the opening routes, um, you know, I'm blanking. Pancham, there you go. That was the one. Yeah, uh, another cool. Judifly, Ralts. Yeah. Um, uh, Hapini, uh, Evie. Evie, Evie on the first route. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, and then it's actually uh, in that shop. You can actually buy stones. Mm -hmm. That means you can evolve Eevee right away as, as soon as you want to. Yeah, you got the wow. Miso suit to go friendship to get Umbreon, Espeon, and uh, Sylveon. Um, and you got the stones for all of the other evolutions. So, mm -hmm. right there, yeah, they, I think they did good with uh, the amount of Pokemon that they put out in the wild for you to be able to catch and build your team up. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's do team recaps here real quick uh, before we wrap up. Um, I'm firing up the game right now so I can see uh, what levels my team ended up on. Um, yeah, Dad, why don't you start us off with a little recap of Team Dad? Okay, so Team Dad, I've got... Uh, a level 18 breaks in. Okay. 
I've got a level 15 Pichu. Nice, nice. A level 16 Patrick Pantan. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a level 15 Trumbeak. And a level 14 Eevee. And then the Nicket is a level 15. Nice, nice. Kumino, how's your team looking? Okay, so um, I had wrote down what the team was. I just didn't write down their levels or none of that. Uh, but it's uh, Paul Lucario at level 17. Uh, Zoro the Grovile now at level 18. Uh, Nami uh, the Purloin at level 14. Leo the uh, Cutie Fly at level 16. Krieg the Galarian Slowpoke at level 15. And Southbird the Trumbeak at level 15. Nice, nice. Uh, so I, I opened up the game and I'm in the bathhouse and the music is just like <laughs> so awesome right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, I'm I s- ended up switching quite a quite a bit through this. Um, I'm not used to having so many options uh, for my team with Pokey Boys, so it's been quite uh, quite nice. Uh, but I ended the run with a level eleven routes named Kenji. I'm hoping so. So my um, my hope is with this routes that I can get a Gallade. Um, in season two, I went with the, the typical Gardevoir, uh, but I would really like, you know, psychic fighting or is it fairy fighting, which it's psychic fighting, psychic fighting. Yeah, that would be awesome. And it just fits, you know, fits the game Glade. I don't know. Uh, my level 14 Oshawott named ghost Jin, uh, a level 12 pan champ named, uh, Bartu. I, left Tyrogue on the team. He's level 13 and named Amura. I have a level 14 Toxel named Gyozen and then a level 15 Litleo named Nala. I'm really excited about Litleo. Like it's fire normal, which I hate normal, but like I don't know. It's it's been pretty cool. Like it's so cute and I'm excited for this Pyroar. Um, Pyro is actually pretty good, so maybe maybe it'll change your opinion somewhat of the normal type. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at the abilities here. Uh, Jin doesn't have anything special. It's your your standard move set, standard ability for a starter. Uh, Kenji, my routes has synchronized, which is awesome. So um, right, that's really good. Really passes. Really good. You know your your status effects like burn poison paralysis to the your enemy and it's cool that it knew a fairy move right away so it knows hypnosis disarming voice confusion double team which is nice uh my pancham bartu has iron fist which boosts power punching moves which is pretty nice uh it's got tackle circle throw arm thrust and taunt Tyrogue has uh guts yeah it's whatever um it's ivs right now so the Tyrogue evolutions, is it based off of just the stat or the IVs? Just the stat. Okay. 
Um, it's got really it's it's got thirty defense IV and a twenty nine special defense IV, which is pretty nice, pretty beefy boy. Uh, but its move set absolutely blows. Like it is a pain to use this Tyrogue. <laughs> um, but I think I might do it because I, I want I want all of the like fighting types for some reason. This game makes me want to use fighting types. Uh, Nala knows my Litleo knows rivalry, deals more damage to the foe of the same gender. Uh, high defense and special defense IVs, which again, I got some tanky boys and girls. Uh, my Toxel knows the ability Rattled, which I've never used before, but uh, some move types scare it and boost its speed, which is nice. Not that it needs it because it has perfect speed, um, but it knows Nuzzle for its electric move and Acid for its poison move, which nothing too crazy, but um, enjoying that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, that nuzzle is going to definitely help with catching other Pokemon. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps up here, episode one. Um, unless you guys have any closing remarks you want to make. Uh, if not, we'll be done. Um, you know what? To go back real quick, that yeah. battle with a with a cane in the tournament. Listen, I get it. She's our rival. And she's like, she has to go all out against us. But all of the stuff that she did <laughs> to set up, that was very disrespectful. She should have the nickname of, of most disrespectful. Hound of disrespect. <laughs> right. Yes. Because I was like, like, it just kept going and going and going. I was like, why are you doing all this? Like, like Jesus Christ, girl. I, I thought she was going be, <laughs> to uh, beat me down. Oh, last thing. Uh, are you guys using the experience share? Yes. I'm assuming Jeff is because it's just on unless you turn it off. I, I turned mine off. I'm a, a masochist. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out. Episode one. Make sure you subscribe here. Uh, join the Discord. We have a nice little section for Pokeboys where we you know, really go in on our conversations, all things Pokemon and season related. If you want to uh, let us know how your first chapter of Pokemon Bushido went, please leave a comment here on the video. It really help us out getting the algorithm and all that. Uh, really looking forward to uh, you know, hearing your guys' uh, adventures here. And I'm really excited to be releasing these episodes, uh, you know, while we're actually playing it, unlike we did seasons one and two, so we can interject some of your guys' experiences in the episodes. So please share your uh, share your stories with us, and we'll make sure we talk about them. Uh, go check out Kumino. Um, let them know your uh, your handles and stuff, please, sir, and go follow you. Uh, you can check me out over on Twitch when I'm actually live at this Kumino to Don. Uh, you can check me out on, well, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, or I'm sorry, X now, as it's called. Get it right. Uh, at, Come on. At Don Kumino. That's right. And we'll put links uh, in the episode description for you guys. Um, Dad, do you want to say anything before we leave? My camera is glitchy <laughs> yeah I've, I've been noticing that i've been looking and i was like is everything okay over there? <laughs> no not everything's okay I've, i look like a bad chinese movie right now <laughs> <laughs> all right well on that note we'll see you guys next time for uh, chapter two